All right. Um, welcome to my first podcast. So, I don't know what this is. I think it's just me talking and using this as kind of an outlet, a diary or journal of sorts, an audio diary, because I'm way too like distractible to sit down and write. It's just like difficult, you know. I can never keep up with that. I've always tried to. Uh, throughout my life, I've kept many journals, the longest one going for like a couple months consecutively. But, you know, writing for a long period of time, it makes my wrist hurt. And I like everything to be kind of neat. So when it isn't, it's like kind of frustrating. I don't know. I feel like this might be easier too. Because whenever I write, I've got this mindset of like English class, you know? where it has to be perfect. I'm great at talking to myself. I talk to myself all the time. So I guess this isn't really for like people to just come across. I guess people might, but it's really just a vent. So find this entertaining. Cool. (laughs) Cool for you. Um, So one thing in my life that's pretty prevalent is I practice witchcraft and I do a lot of divination with tarot cards and pendulum readings um, and sometimes dice because I have a bunch of D&D dice um, from ninth grade, but (laughs) that's not the important part. There's been a lot going on in my life recently that's very strange, um, kind of screwy. It's messing with my head and messing with, like, a lot of stuff. And recently I've been really trying to limit my interactions with other people so that I can kind of reflect inwardly and figure myself out. But I'm realizing that I'm not even doing that. Like, I've been trying to read. Um, read up on my practice, do some more research, you know, that kind of thing. But instead of doing my research and just reading and buckling down, like I keep saying I'm going to do and just focusing, all I can do is just like read fan fiction (laughs) or go on TikTok. And that is counterproductive. Yesterday was a Wednesday and I I'm always free on Wednesdays, plus the pandemic and everything. So, you know, I didn't have anything to do that day other than I had some homework I needed to do. And I was going to, like, try to pace out the day, do some research, get my homework done, and, you know, take care of myself, meditate, that kind of thing. That did not happen. And I don't know what happened. I could not tell you if I tried when I'm trying to think of, like, what happened yesterday. Because I woke up, I don't even know when I woke up, probably around 7.30, um, because I've started getting in this weird sleep habit recently, I hate it, um, where I wake up really early, for me, by my standards, because I don't need to wake up early. Um, My online classes don't start until 9, so I don't need to be awake but I still just 
my body wakes up at like 7.30 and I just stay in bed until I absolutely have to get out of bed. Right, so I don't know how long I stayed in bed yesterday, but it was probably until 9.30 or 10. Because, I don't know, (laughs) I'm like that. Uh, That's just how I live my life. But the strangest thing happened because when I went downstairs and, you know, I got food and and was trying to do stuff, you know, I'm I'm reading this book about my practice while I'm sitting there trying to eat. And I don't know if I just got engulfed in the book or if I did something else, because I don't think I did get engulfed in the book, um, seeing as I've made little progress and I'm not that interested in this particular thing I'm reading. I'm probably not going to keep reading it. <laughs> I'm going to just skip around and read a couple other books. Um, But, you know, I didn't end up starting my actual, like, homework and stuff that I needed to do until, like, 11.50. And then it was about 12.30, and I was like, well, I should eat lunch. So I ate lunch, and then I didn't get back to work until about 1.20. And then I had my psychiatrist appointment virtually at two. And then three, I when it was over, I, I went back to doing my work. But I just like I didn't get much done and I don't understand like that chronological time, how I went an entire day where it feels like I didn't do anything at all. And I guess that's, like, a very toxic mindset I have, is I just, like, sit there, and I don't know what I do, but I will spend hours wasting time, and then I'm like, well, I've wasted all this, this whole day, and I'll feel horrible about it. Um, I mean, right now, I am making a whole podcast instead of doing my homework, so <laughs> that's that. Anyway, the thing that inspired me to make this podcast was actually, like, I got the suggestion online to to make, like, an audio diary on your phone if it's difficult to journal. And I was going to do that, but I have this very weird obsession with space on my phone I'm so scared like to spend more than five minutes audio journaling on my phone because I don't want to take up too much space and then not have any data left on my phone because it's all just audio diaries so I'm doing this on my laptop and hoping I will have more space and you know I can post this on Spotify and delete it off my laptop after a while. Um, anyway, moving on, I, I said earlier there's a lot of chaos going on in my life, and my initial reaction when things kind of go insane and things are making me stressed is just to avoid them completely, which isn't healthy. It's, it's a problem. But it's just my coping mechanism. It's my response to trauma and to things that scare me. And I just sit there. 
and I will go on my phone and <laughs> it's so embarrassing to say that my main coping mechanism is reading a fan fiction. <laughs> but it is true. I will sit there and I'll go. My favorite thing to do is to go on like Quotev or Wattpad because those tend to have like the worst fanfics. They they also have like some good ones, but they also have a lot of bad fanfics. And I like to read bad fanfics, not awful, not like terrible, but just not very good, very strange, very strange concepts because I think it's so funny to actually put myself in these situations and it's very distracting from whatever's going on in my life and I will spend hours just indulged in that world thinking about how stupid it is and you know a lot of my brain is very immersed in the imagination part of it and like hearing the voices of the characters that I already know the voices of unlike another book where I would kind of have to make up those voices or just envisioning this whole situation and really instead of just reading it really putting myself into the story because they're ex-readers <laughs> so it's it's pretty easy um to do that and <laughs> it's so strange to me and then you know the rest of my brain is just criticizing the bad grammar or just the writing and thinking about how strange it is that people sit there and write these and they're like yes this is what i want to show to literally anyone who <laughs> comes across this fan fiction and you know i'll read the comments if it's like a really strange fanfic or something just escalates very quickly um i'll go right to the comments and oh my god, the comments are the best part, especially on like very obscure Wattpad fan fictions, I think. Um, and that's just like the way I've been coping for the past six years. Everything that goes wrong in my life just go to a, a strange, awful fan fiction and... <laughs> And that'll fix your problems. It does not fix your problems. It avoids them, helps avoid them. But anyway, what's been going on in my life is that I was dating this girl. Let's call her um, Rebecca. And, you know, we were pretty close, but a lot of the issues were like, she. She was great. I mean, we got along really well. I broke up with her, and I feel bad about it, but at the same time, I know it was for the best because I don't think we were going to work out. We didn't communicate very much. We didn't talk to each other very much. It was very distant, and a lot of the things that I had in that I kind of wanted for the relationship that I'd expressed like repeatedly just never really came across and it always felt somewhat one-sided but you know I think one of the things with our relationship that just really was a huge problem was for me I really feel the need for physical affection and 
physical touch and um i am undiagnosed so i'm not gonna come over here and be like i have adhd but i have a lot of symptoms of it and i've been speaking with my psychiatrist about the possibility of me having that um which in turn my object permanence without ever seeing her in person like i i saw i i've met her in person before but because of the pandemic i i couldn't be with rebecca so um you know it was difficult and obviously like not te we texted every day but very briefly and not hearing her or seeing her just at least on the phone was pretty difficult and i don't know it just didn't feel like it was working i think i kind of started to lose feelings at some point just because i need that like full connection and it just wasn't there but this isn't like for me to totally rant about that because the issue is that i broke up with her and obviously that hurt a lot and i started to retreat in isolation and you know <laughs> read fan fiction <laughs> which horrible coping strategy really but it it is um and you know i would do that and i i'm trying to think what i want to say that's not like too forward but valentine's day was recently it happened recently and i broke up with rebecca six days before valentine's day um and on valentine's day well i guess i'll start from the beginning because another thing that kind of pushed me further to break up with rebecca was this like reading that i had been doing uh i i was doing some tarot reading um some pendulum readings some dice readings um and, you know, I felt like I was getting a lot of signs. I, I asked the universe and my guides to send me these specific signs for different things. And I ended up with a lot of signs pointing me towards this other person who I'm very close with. Um, we'll call her Natalie. Um, I'm not going to use anyone's real names here. But we'll call her Natalie. And... When I was younger, I've known Natalie for a very long time. Um, I had a very, very big crush on her. Um, but eventually I, I stopped having those feelings due to dissociation, among other things. Um, and just total numbness and then eventually not being around her as much due to my own self-isolation and just not going to the same schools. Um, you know, I, I lost feelings eventually and she never reciprocated them as far as I know because I never asked her. If you can hear my dog barking downstairs, no, you can't. <laughs> Anyways, um, basically, I was getting a lot of signs that Natalie 
might have feelings for me. On and all of those signs on top of me already feeling as though I I should probably end things with Rebecca. Um, you know, even though I I didn't really, at least I didn't think that I had feelings for Natalie. Um, I still, you know, had this idealistic, romanticized idea of, oh my gosh, best friends to lovers situation, you know? And obviously that's problematic on its own, but it, it was all of that. And I'm a, pre I'm a people pleaser and seeing that she liked me kind of made me think to myself, do I like her? And I've just been repressing that because of how much it hurt last time. Because that, that was months of pining for her and her not reciprocating and just like traumatic events that happened during that time as well, not necessarily involving her, just in general. Um, it all kind of culminates into, do I still have feelings for Natalie? Do I really want to be with Rebecca? And all of this stuff. And obviously, like, I broke up with Rebecca and I was trying to think about Natalie while also thinking about myself and really trying to reflect on my own emotions in correspondence with her. And on Valentine's Day, um, my friend, uh, let's call him uh, David. So I, I did have a crush on him years ago, back in middle school, for all of middle school, three years. And as far as I know, he felt that way for me too, because um, I confessed to him um, in eighth grade and he reciprocated those feelings. However, we never really acted on them because it was eighth grade, you know, no one actually <laughs> dates in eighth grade because it's so awkward. I mean, people do, but not me and this guy. And, you know, I was over him pretty quickly. At some point around the end of eighth grade was when I went from having feelings for him to, like, not really having feelings for anyone and then eventually having feelings for Natalie. Um, and this guy has apparently, like, he's still, I think uh, some important things to clarify before I continue is that I am a high schooler um, in, in junior year. Um, and I am bisexual, so I am attracted to guys and gals and non-binary pals as well but um you know he he comes to me on valentine's day and we were texting for a little while and he was like oh well i'm making chocolates and i'll bring you some chocolates on valentine's day and i was like cool and 
you know, I decided to make some cookies on Valentine's Day and I gave him some cookies and I was just expecting like a little box of chocolates and nothing more. He gives me this like box of chocolates and a card and a balloon. And, you know, I'm a little flustered by this and I'm like, oh, thanks. And then I kind of go back inside and I didn't read the the note until a little later. This is kind of a funny story, but it's also not because it was recent. <laughs> um, you know, I sit down and I quickly like take the balloon and the cards up, upstairs because my dad was right there in the room and I didn't really want to open the card around him. He saw the balloon, but I I didn't want to draw attention to the fact that a boy had brought me a Valentine's Day gift um, because my dad would definitely raise his eyebrows at that. Um, So, you know, I tried one of the chocolates. My dad had one of the chocolates. Um, And at the time, I really did think it was platonic. I was hoping that it was platonic because I didn't feel that way for him. I didn't think I did. I don't know. I still don't know if I'd feel that way for him. But, you know, obviously this complicates things, right? And, you know, eventually I I went upstairs and I read the note that he'd given me. Like, it wasn't like a Happy Valentine's Day card and, like, nothing else. It was this full-length long note about how he's like always had feelings for me and whatnot and you know when I when I manifested on the new moon that I'd get that I'd have like a healthy love life and like I'd bring draw love and loving energy towards me this wasn't what I meant you know (laughs) um all of this uh was not quite what I meant I don't think but you know, maybe it's for the best. Hopefully, it is. Anyway, it I got very stressed out because of that, and obviously, I started avoiding people because you know this dude gives me a love note right after I just broke up with my girlfriend, and I like the guy. He's really nice. He's sweet. He's funny. Um, he's pretty cute. I I just I'm not like super into him like that but you know I don't know maybe eventually it'll work between us and that's kind of what I said to him but I just like hurt someone by ending a relationship earlier that week and it it feels awful to hurt people and this isn't as funny as I was hoping it would be this is kind of a depressing uh, story but you know it feels shitty to hurt people and I didn't want to do that, you know. Anyway, it's not important, I guess. The point is, now I've got these two people that potentially have feelings for me. Um, that I kind of feel as though I have to choose between, as well as an ex who might... I don't know if she's, I don't know if she still likes me, all things considered, but, you know, at the same time, I I just don't know. 
I've been really trying to reflect on myself, but I'm not being successful at it at all. And I swear I will try to make things more funny later on, but this is just like a recap of my life right now. I feel like I am in a romantic, like a Netflix original movie, um, <laughs> sort of like quote-unquote romantic comedy, but it's not romantic or funny. It's just... It's just me existing and other people, like, just... Not that I'm not grateful, by the way, but, like, I don't know, it's just weird because I spent so long thinking, like, no one would ever like me and just being the one crushing on people. And now I don't really have a crush on anyone or feelings for anyone directly, but a lot of people have feelings for me, and I just don't know what to do about it. Um, so anyway, it's time for me to go back into self-isolation, do my homework, <laughs> and, you know, try and figure some stuff out. And by that I mean I will probably read more fanfiction.